Hello, everybody, and welcome to, in my opinion, the Good Fight Podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and as the title and subtitle suggest, this is a show that is dedicated to covering the good fights. I'm joined by a panel of fantastic people, uh, people that I know well and who know the show to varying degrees. Uh, so I want to introduce them, and then we'll get a sense of where they are on the the good fights spectrum, I guess. We got Molly Scullion. Hello. Jack O'Keefe. Hello. King Cobb. Hello. How's it going? All right. And Tia Kemp. Hello. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were fucking with me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do this podcast because I went through and I watched all of The Good Wife, as, as Molly can attest to, because I, I texted her every single thought that I had that it, as it popped into my head, regardless of time of day or night. Uh, and uh, that was in the earlier parts of the pandemic, right? That wasn't like May, April, May, June-ish around there. And I blew through it. It was like a few weeks that I went through seven seasons of this show. Uh, and I loved it. We talked about doing this podcast because uh, I wanted somebody to talk to. I wanted people to talk to. Um, about the show with uh and it was um that's how this came to be so i haven't seen any of the good fight yet so molly what is your experience with the good fight slash the good world um i've i've seen it all um the good world was mine um <laughs> i will say i haven't rewatched the the good wife at least the later seasons especially in a while um but I've seen it all through probably twice and then um, have seen The Good Fight and I'm excited to rewatch it as well. Sweet. Jack O'Keefe. Uh, I'm a very vocal Good Wife fan. <laughs> uh, I'm a lapsed uh, TV writer. I used to write for a, a media website and I was always the one person in that crew who was like, let me take The Good Wife articles. Let me take The Good Fight articles. Not a lot of people read those, so they wouldn't let me do a lot of them. Uh. Uh, but I've watched The Good Wife three times, and I've watched The Good Fight, I think maybe four, because it's an easier, a, a bit of an easier sell to be like, hey, you just hop in. Instead of watching 11 seasons of television, I'm only going to make yeah. you watch four with me. And you, I should, I would say, host a quizzo show from time to time called The Good Quiz, yes. where one of the main prizes... Is, is a, a Christine Baranski air freshener. Yes, <laughs> yeah. it is not a, a specifically good verse related show, uh, <laughs> but it is definitely pops up on time to time. I think I, I will say, I think my biggest uh, good verse uh, achievement is that I have tweeted about The Good Wife enough that Josh Charles follows me on Twitter. Hey, look at that. He's got a good Twitter too. He I does, like his he Twitter. does. Yeah. Um, I have a, a Christine, I won one of those Christine Baranski air fresheners and it sits proudly on my fridge because I don't spend enough time in my car to ban it to the car. Yeah, Jack, you'll have to tell me where uh, you get those because uh, we'll have to give one to a listener if we get one. I, uh, I used to buy them from a shop on Etsy, but then they closed down. So I commissioned a bunch oh, of no. my own. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Tia Kemp, what is your experience with the, uh, and I'll use what Jack was saying, the good verse? Um, so I don't even know why I started watching The Good Wife because I can't relate to anybody. I would never be friends with Alicia Florek. Um, but I, I started watching it. I got 
pulled in and uh, I want to rewatch it. So I'm familiar um, with a lot of it, but it's it's very foggy. I remember things like Will, Will this, Will that, uh, <laughs> who is Josh Charles, uh, uh, and then Jason, who is looking heck of fine and kind of that love triangle between like Alicia, Jason, and Peter. Um, and then the slap at the end of The Good Wife was like, I guess something that was very like powerful and artistic <laughs> and like a full circle moment. So that's why mm -hmm. I need to watch it. But um, I don't know, it was good. I think, <laughs> I think it came into my life at a time where I probably needed it. But I also look back thinking, why did I watch that show? <laughs> uh, Keen. Yeah, um, so uh, I have to admit something. I feel really, really dumb. Um, because I thought this podcast was all about the good wife. Um, mm. Because I have a full page of notes about episode one of the good wife. Like, <laughs> like how you should never trust Mr. Big, aka Christopher <laughs> Knopf, because whatever he does, he's evil. So I feel really dumb that I cannot, I can't help that much <laughs> on this episode. <laughs> I will say that. Um, what can I say? Because literally, I haven't watched, <laughs> watched the episode. Um, but I can say this. Um, I would have never... Here's the thing. I thought this was for The Good Wife because that's all you ever talked about. I never heard you once <laughs> say anything about The Good Fight. So that makes sense now that <laughs> the first episode. But I will say this. Thanks to watching The Good Wife, I think structurally, whoever writes these are amazing because the way that the pilot episode was structured for The Good Wife it really laid down everything you needed to know for the first season as far as like the 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 mid boss the the big boss the who was it i think it was her and that one kid who it was a competition so like it was like a mid mid season kind of thing she had to deal with oh, Carrie, and then the yeah. full season so i can't wait to contribute more if i'm invited back for episode 2 <laughs> well here's the i got a couple things to say about this keen um uh the first is that's fine uh, please stay. <laughs> uh, the 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 other thing is you were asked. The reason I asked you to do this podcast is because I knew you hadn't seen anything. Uh, so I, I wanted a I wanted someone who hadn't seen either show and who had only seen The Good Fight to see what their perspective oh, okay. might be. Um, now we may go back in some point and do fill out the the good verse. Um, so do you want me to? Do you want to work double time like? kind of Kate do the fight and and wife because I, I will if you need me to no if we're going to go back and do those other episodes i'd want them to be your first time okay uh to see it because at that point it's like a prequel for you mm -hmm. um so yeah please stick around uh and if you have anything to say as we go through this episode please uh just jump in oh for sure uh, all right uh so that's where we're at with this uh this podcast right now, our, our experience with it. I thought we'd have a little more coming in, um, but <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is where we're, where we're at. So I want to hear first impressions. In your opinion, what is your, what did you think of this particular first episode pilot of, of The Good Fight, Jack? So I feel, I feel like you can really tell that they wrote this show under the presumption that Hillary Clinton was going to become president. Mm. Uh, I, I have made the argument many times, and I will probably make it again multiple times on this podcast, that like the good wife was very much like the defining, I'd say piece of art 
of like America in the Obama era. Like it is a very like big picture look at sort of, you know, the initial bursts of like the, you know, people getting very into the hope and change of things and then slowly sort of having to deal with the imperfections of that America. And you can definitely tell that like the setup of this episode feels very like they're continuing that mission instead of pivoting to what the show, and I don't think this is a spoiler, will become, which is very much a show about Trump's America. Mm. So it's kind of in this like weird space right now. And it is a pilot. It's figuring stuff out. But the, the this like the Madoff type plot is definitely not the, it's not the hook in the way that, oh, Alicia Florek's in a scandal and this is her life was like a hook. The yeah. hook is a character that some people have an association with moving to a very unfamiliar environment. Sure. I think that's the most interesting part of this entire show. And I do think the pilot is like, it takes a lot of legwork to get there. Yeah. Um, I love it because it's all characters I love and it's the best dialogue on television. Uh, but I feel weird watching that episode because like that is not the good fight that I love. That is not the good fight that I've watched over and over again. We don't get there for a little bit, in my opinion. Okay. Of Molly, course. what do you got? Um, no, I, I, I would say I very much echo Jack. It, it was interesting because I hadn't gone back to that episode and I, you know, having watched its latest season is, it's funny, the juxtaposition of the two. Um, and I think that this episode was released like, what, a month after his inauguration, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so they, you know, just plugged in that the very beginning of the episode, you know, after everything was already done. So it was like, there was absolutely, you you can feel it in the episode. There's no sense of, of, of what we were actually getting ourselves into. It was like, yeah. Oh, who, who knows but this doesn't look too good um you know um it has this very you know it was very Shit's creek-esque uh pilot in that yeah. it's you know yeah. uh you're just losing all your money mm -hmm. so that was funny to rewatch that um but i mean i think it's a it's a strong pilot episode um it, again like what kim was saying about the start of the good wife is it does give you every layer setting up the you know what's going to happen at the, the middle of the season what's going to happen at the end of the season and sets you up yeah. for that arc yeah see that keen you're contributing <laughs> i'm glad i didn't immediately uh bury my head and hide i'm glad i stayed around yeah hang in there uh tia oh yeah so i I guess my two main thoughts, um, and this is my first time watching The Good Fight. I'm, I'm going in blind, so don't know what lies ahead. Um, I have never seen a show with intro credits 20 minutes in. <laughs> yeah, hell of a cold open. <laughs> so I was watching, and I was like, wait, what? And then I looked at the time, and I was like, it's been 20 minutes, and now they're going to do the intro? Um, so that was real. I, I loved it because I'm just like, I love it. It's different. It's creative. It's quirky. I, I liked, I was very excited by the laptops exploding and the heels exploding. Um, I don't know if that's consistent throughout the season. I don't know if they'll do a, a switcheroo, but keep the intro, uh, intro folks. Um, yeah. well, just then, on that point, if I can jump in, that's yeah. one thing I did notice with The Good Wife. 
uh, is that they had very long uh, first scenes or the first the first few. Because yeah. so, I, I think I even commented to Molly at one point. <laughs> texting, I was like, it's yeah. like seventeen minutes in. Yeah, they're minutes. they're. Yeah. They're more like hot opens than cold opens. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. they use yeah. them like a mid-episode mic drop. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Overstayed their welcome <laughs> opens. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was, that was, uh, yeah, that was new and fresh. Um, and the other thought I was like, wow, it's uh, uh, white, some white people really have to lose everything <laughs> before uh, partnering for justice and working with black folks. So I was like, what? <laughs> So I was like, wow, it wasn't until uh, they were, you know, just without, you know, my last month job, you know, I don't know if I can keep my apartment. Okay, now I will fight um, against the evil powers and mm -hmm. the county and, and actually mm -hmm. do the right thing, which yeah. is really frustrating because it's like, Diane, you knew you were, you was wrong, you were on the wrong side, but it, you know, so it's like, okay, I guess, you know, so I, you know, I'm just like, wow, this is a, a lesson. Anyone who's like super entitled and uh, <laughs> on, the, on that side. I hope they also lose their retirement. If it means it's for the greater good. So that was my favorite. I think that's actually a really good point too, because I think at the end of the the good wife, Diane is walking away of like the person who was, you know, wronged and and is on the on the right side of things. And it's the this episode does not shy away like no, she's a privileged white lady who is making money and and doing that the way she she needs to um so yeah which is super interesting to see happen yeah, and i think it it creates a great opportunity for the good fight to cover what i think was the good wife's greatest weakness which is anytime the good wife tried to comment on race it was always like congratulations you made an attempt but like they were always kind of clunky at best yeah and this setup does feel like a refresh that so it's like okay now we can more accurately sort of satisfy our mission statement yeah for me in my opinion the it was a great pilot great episode um i was just happy to just be back in that world in the good verse uh and see some of those uh people that i watched for hours and out like tens of hours uh over mm -hmm. the course of of last year i was not I did not anticipate the number of people that I recognized from outside of the like the in-world people, like David Lee, of course, um, mm -hmm. Luca popping in. I'm not too surprised, but I was always, every time somebody walked in, I was like, Luca, David, you know, just having those moments. But also people outside of the world that I recognized, like I saw Anthony Rapp uh, pop in, mm -hmm. pop in there uh, as uh, I think an accountant or something. And I've been a fan of his since uh, Adventures in Babysitting. I know he's done a whole lot of shit <laughs> since then, you know, on Broadway and whatnot. Um, but Adventures in Babysitting, uh, check it out. Uh, and also Bernadette Peters, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, popping yeah. in there. Yeah, just a lot of uh, people. Maybe we'll see. Um, oh, uh, it's so New York. It's so yeah. New York. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe we'll see some. Oh, and uh, what's your face? Igret. Uh, Rose. Oh, yeah. Red, Rose something. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Game um, of Thrones lady. Yes. Yeah, uh, her popping popping in there. But it was the it was the Broadway folks that I think um, kind of caught my eye and a little off guard um, by just the just a bit. Um, yeah, general. As Molly said, it was very shit's creaky in in how things uh, kind of kind of fell apart for her. And 
with uh, Jack kind of saying it kind of does, like looking back on it now, it does seem a little disjointed, um, still very good, but a little disjointed in with the, the Trump stuff kind of just thrown in there um, toward the uh, uh, right at the beginning. And then it's just not necessarily revisited or anything afterwards. Um, so I'm looking forward to how that does kind of get folded in uh, into the show uh, much more. Diving in, oh, I'm sorry, Keen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you think of everything we've just said? <laughs> uh, I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm kind of excited to get to it because um, I do plan on watching it tonight and then uh, quickly watching episode two to be you know properly prepared so I can have a, a page worth of notes for the right show that we're watching. Um, hey, I'm telling you, save that page you got right now. It may get used. Okay, so like one quick question, and I'll know if Jack and Molly can answer this, but like, I'm a sucker for, um, and don't, don't give too much away. Just give me like a quick like wink and a nod if that's the case. But I'm a sucker for kind of like what uh, what Mike was saying as far as like seeing a familiar face. Like uh, be like, oh, so, and I hate doing this because it's the only thing I watch. But uh, in episode one of The Good Wife, uh, I saw Britta which uh, caught me off guard a little bit. Um, Britta from, and I can't remember, uh, Gillian Jacobs. Yeah. And, oh, from Community. Yeah. And I was, that's why I immediately said Britta. Like, literally, I'm watching, like, <laughs> Britta! And I said it out loud, like a weird person. Um, but will I, not not will I recognize, but will there be... Um, More people from Community? Either that <laughs> or welcoming faces. Because I'm pretty sure they can't get... Uh, Megatron for community, not Megatron, Megatron, whatever. I'll try to make a joke, but I can't remember his name. Um, but yeah, will will it will it be? I mean, both of you like it, so I'm trying to think like, will I enjoy it? If I enjoy the good first episode of Good Wife, will I enjoy the good fight? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> if you were if you were on board from episode one of the Good Wife, then you were just on board for like the tone and the vibe of the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, cool. And one quick question, um, since we are talking about the good verse, does the good place fit into this verse? <laughs> uh, good place does not. Good ah. doctor, anyone's guess. Mm, okay, <laughs> thank you. Definitely good not son? good times. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't it's, think it's, so. <laughs> it's surprising they're both in Chicago, but yeah. I didn't think so. So, <laughs> Is there a... Is there good... Is the dinosaur movie, is that the good dinosaur? Or is that a different name of a dinosaur? <laughs> no, that's the one. That's the one? Okay. Oh. And that's, uh, that one is same universe, big time yeah. jump. Ah. Uh, exactly. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just got to ask, uh, if anybody thinks of the name of the character that Keen was trying to think of, because now it's bothering me. Um, uh, you're talking about the Pop-Pop character? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. I cannot I remember... <laughs> Magnitude, magnitude, magnitude. There it is. Thank <laughs> All you. I could think of in my head was like maximum velocity. Pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> maximum velocity. That doesn't sound right. All right. So back to the good verse. Uh, so yeah, we open up with the the Trump thing with the with the swearing in ceremony and like I'm just like Jesus fucking Christ. He's he's getting sworn in. She's just mouth agape uh, watching this and 
is like, fuck it. And then, then we cut to her in, I guess, France, uh, looking over, looking over properties and ready, ready to buy. Uh, so she is uh, looking to hang it up. I'm done. Uh, she goes to, we, we don't know at this point how exactly how many names are now in this, uh, this law firm. Uh, but she just says she's retiring. David Lee is uncharacteristically supportive and happy for her. That doesn't last long. He gets out and does his um, uh, weird fist pump, knee to the air kind of thing. And while this is happening, um, uh, Maya, right? Maya is um, going through taking, she's taking the test. Uh, and then she is waiting for the results and just refresh, 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 refresh. And then she has to kind of scroll through this, basically the iTunes terms of service all the way down and sees that she has, she's gotten in. Good for her. Um, Not for long. <laughs> oh, <laughs> spoilers. Uh, yeah. So the law firm now is Lockhart, Deckler, Gusman, Lee, Lyman, Gilbert, Laurie, Kagan, and Tenenbaum, and associates. Bro, that's all the associates right there. Like, what do you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they show like on the wall, it's all of the names too. And it's funny too because when you watch through The Good Wife, how that kind of grows and, and changes. Um, but yeah, it's it's terrible. Um, and that's one of the things she says at the top is that she's kind of stepping down. Oh, we're a little top happy. Eight eight uh, eight partners. Come on. Yeah, and. Maya is is there. She meets she meets somebody and is uh, making friends. And David Lee is kind of taking them through the uh, the tour of the place. Uh, and this is this is the David Lee that you you meet in The Good Wife. He's just an asshole throughout the entire thing. There were moments in The Good Wife, Keen, when you get around to it, where is David Lee the guy that had the baseball at the start? Was that uh, uh, Juliana Margulies' best no. friend? Okay. Yeah, that's well. that, that, the baseball thing always exists but not as much as it does in the first episode i think the pilot of the good wife is so funny it's like will loves baseball and we're going hard that's my one key fact about him that i had loves baesball and i never see him toss the ball around again i am so hurt okay he will other other balls yeah other sports that's hilarious okay now i can't wait to watch more all right it's it's funny i don't even remember the baseball exactly (laughs) Yeah. It's fresh in my brain because I messed up. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think David Lee shows up till like maybe halfway through like the first season. Like he shows up early in The Good Wife, mm-hmm. but definitely not in like the first couple episodes. Yeah, I think the um, baseball was like a dog whistle to men. Like, hey, you can watch the show too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how they tricked me with uh, what was it, One Tree Hill? I thought it was a, I thought it was a show about basketball. It was a show about feelings and. And being poor in North Carolina and with mm. your brother in the same town with a different mother. <laughs> Whatever. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trailing off. I'm oh, sorry. Let's get back to the fight. That's all right. It's all right, Keen. Uh, when you have knowledge of the episode we're discussing, I'm sure that um, it will be a little more. Uh, Everything will start clicking. I'll be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> won't be bouncing around. Yeah. So he's, he's going through doing his David Lee thing. And then we see that Myra is. Uh, Maya, excuse me, is she gets a little special attention. Uh, so there's something about her. Uh, and we see uh, that her parents are pretty well off uh, and connected. Uh, Diane Lockhart is her godmother. 
um, her dad is this big time investor, is that Ponzi scheme guy that we were talking about um, a little while ago. That's where everything kind of starts going, getting weird. Um, so she is talking to her dad and he starts asking her about um, uh, her uncle Jack's. Uh, have you talked to Jax? Um, if, if, if he calls and wants to talk to you or whatever, um, just just call me. Uh, and then there was a moment where Diane was talking to him at her kind of send-off situation. Uh, and she is asking about, oh, um, somebody's trying to get a hold, Glenn, I think. Uh, Glenn is trying to get a hold of her, uh, <clears throat> get a hold of him to discuss this <clears throat> property that she's looking to to get and retirement and all of that. And uh, he's like, you know what, let's just, you know, let, let your money work for you. Uh, let's not rush into these. Th and, and right then, because that happens even before the Jack's conversation, this guy's dirty. Uh, this guy, this guy's going to fuck people um, mm -hmm. and it's not going to be pretty. Um, and that's exactly what happens um, in that very Shit's Creek kind of, kind of way, as Molly said, it's, um, she loses, she loses everything. She has the conversation with Anthony Rapp. You need to, you need to get a job. You need, you need a job now. I know you said you're retiring, but you're, you're going to have to not retire and you're going to want to keep, keep the job because they're going to freeze your assets. You're going to need to make some money. And she is like, are you telling me that I'm, that I'm broke? I got nothing. I'm not good with money. Um, I can imagine if I had someone handling money for me and they still fucked it up, how angry. <laughs> how angry I would like if I was paying someone to <laughs> that's their job to do it. I can't imagine how mad I'd be about that. Um, oh, and there was one other moment where it was like, this isn't CBS. This is CBS all access when she gets the mm -hmm. news and she's like, fuck. Soon, uh, soon to not be CBS all access anymore. Uh, it's true. They're changing. True. Yeah. In under a month, uh, Paramount we, plus. Paramount plus. Yeah. Oh, they're the same. <laughs> Oh my God, they yeah. are. I saw the commercials. <laughs> Makes sense. I was like, wow, they got a lot of the same shows as CBS All Access. <laughs> yeah, I heard, I heard that like young Sheldon was at the Super Bowl and he told people that. <laughs> Pretty much. Got it. I don't listen uh, to him. That's probably why. Uh, so up to this point, there's a lot, there's a, a lot there. Uh, how are you feeling about her, her downfall right now? So good. <laughs> she finally got what's coming to her yeah it's mm -hmm. it's weird it's like my seven years of being like woohoo diane lockhart uh make me feel bad for her but like <laughs> those first 30 minutes of the episode make you be like yeah take it lady you can't go to france too bad like yeah yeah it's because like over okay. the good wife you get this very like nuanced portrayal of like you know what compromises does she take? Where does she, you know, sort of give up on her values? And when you rejoin her in the good fight, she's just like, all right, let's make sure these cops don't have to worry. I yeah. love these cops. Yeah, and that was that was uncomfortable to see, like to see that character uh, mm -hmm. do that kind of just in it for the money sort of um, sort of thing. Uh, and she even has that discussion with um, uh, Maya. Um, Maya, what the hell is that? I can't mm -hmm. remember. Maya. Yeah. Um, and she says, like, are, when Maya asks, are, are we on the right side? Look, <laughs> side? <laughs> There's no side. You, you, you got to do what you got to do. We're on uh, a necessary side. Necessary. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's definitely uncomfortable to see her, see her like that. So it 
eases you into that seeing her lose so much uh mm-hmm. so fast so fast too mm-hmm. it wasn't even like a gradual like you lost things it was almost overnight or mm-hmm. within within a few hours that the people were that fbi was all over the place going over everything so do people just put all of their retirement in one place because that to me was very strange yeah I, I that part i don't totally understand and maybe i'm just not i must not be rich enough to do whatever she was doing <laughs> but like if, if somebody's investing money for you they would it would be a more diverse thing but so i don't know if and she has an accountant but then this guy's sort of, i don't understand and i'm like that's a bad accountant shouldn't, yeah. shouldn't your accountant have access to all of those like diverse funds mm-hmm. why are they all yeah. in this I don't he know. was spending all that money on scarves <laughs> you can't track these things on an app uh you yeah, can't log like, in I, and look at anything yeah and i don't totally understand money enough to know the logistics of how they could front that where you can view this all online and it looks normal but meanwhile none of it actually exists i don't yeah. i don't understand that somebody's good with the web <laughs> uh, just trying to speed things along. Um, we have Maya, who is working with Diane on this case. And it's a case involving uh, police brutality. Uh, Diane and her law firm was on the side of uh, Cook County. So I guess it's a big, they, they are the law firm that represents Cook, yeah, Cook County. They're representing them in all, in all of their cases. Uh, and as they say in this episode, um, all of the police brutality cases. Uh, so it was like, Jesus Christ. She uh, is, is helping her. She pulls her, her friend along to kind of help, but we don't actually see what she does. She just kind of like saves her from the David Lee busy work. And in the meantime, uh, Diane is trying to get her job back. Uh, she goes back to the law firm uh, with all the names and she makes her case and is trying to trying to do it in such a way that it's like, sure, there's the money thing, but it's really all about like, I didn't want to leave in the first, I didn't want to leave in the first place. I love you guys, you know, kind of, kind of thing. And, and they're just like, um, we had a party, we made a video, you signed an exit package. Uh, it's, it's gone. It's like, well, what do you want to do? I want to come back, but in what capacity? Yeah. It's not good. It's not going to happen. Um, and there was one point where, uh, David Lee, uh, just kind of like sticks it, like twist that, twist that knife a little bit more when she says like, what are you going to do when I take all my clients with me? Where are you going to take them? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think at that point is when, um, around that point is when, uh, it kind of really starts picking up a little bit this pilot episode, because I mean, we know where things are going. Um, she is going around town trying to find uh, a new place to land. And everybody who was just kissing her ass at her send off is like, mm, no, sorry, awful, can't do it. Uh uh-uh. uh. Who was like, oh, can't believe you're doing this. And then she sits her down, she kind of gives her some straight talk. It's like, you want me to be honest with you? <laughs> you want me to be honest with you? You're a poison. You're never going to work in this town again. (laughs) Yeah, she just lets her know because she, what did she do? She suggested this investment to a bunch of people, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, She had that whole Emily's list or something. And there was the Chicago Women's Women's Fund. 
Women's Fun, uh, where she's, so her reputation is kind of um, uh, in disrepair right now for, for all of those reasons. Um, meanwhile, they're still working on, on this case and she goes back. Oh no, he comes by. Adrian comes by and hooks her, hooks her up uh, with this new gig and Barbara there is not, not too happy about it. Um, so there's a whole lot there. So I just want to ask, what are some moments within all of that that kind of stand out to you? Okay, so I found it, uh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I was very struck um, by the, oh gosh, um, Bozeman, Bozeman, the law firm. Yeah, it's Bozeman and something else, but. Um, Reddick. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Reddick and uh, Bozeman. So I was really struck by by that whole thing. And even just curious about like, man, why is Cook County such a big deal to Diane? But yeah, I know she's on that side. But the main thing was, the freaking car, the car light. And mm. I love that Maya is like so privileged that <laughs> and so entitled that it's like, ooh, my parents have that same space car <laughs> and that has a camera on it. Like the, the car had a body cam and the police, they didn't use there. So it's like, I, I found that interesting. I was very intrigued by the car and how they were able to access an advantage in their case because someone had a cool space car that had video footage on it. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll stop there. <laughs> activated when you bump into it um and the reason that i think one of the reasons that's relevant is because there was a minute and 20 seconds that was missing from the video they were showing earlier yeah uh, and diane was all about the metadata uh saying that you know it doesn't get erased we know that there's a minute and 20 seconds missing show it um so yeah my my helps her out with that i think something that especially on rewatch hit me, maybe just because I very recently rewatched uh, Defy Floods, which she's also in, uh, but just Delroy Lindo's whole entrance as Adrian Bozeman. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, we're coming back and well, we, like, we haven't met Maya, but like, Maya's not a terrible, Maya just feels like a very young Alicia Floric kind of. Yeah. Like, that's sort of where her arc is getting set up as. Um, but when it Adrian Bozeman comes in for the first time in this episode. This is like, oh, this is someone we have not met. We have not met this person. We haven't, you know, they've not just given Delray Lindo free reign to just turn the charisma up to 11 on television, hmm. as far as I know, uh, quite like this. Yeah. Uh, and I think it really injects an energy into the episode. It's like, okay, we're going to get a little more. We're not just retreading the same arcs. With the same characters there's gonna be some really important new fun stuff happening mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't think we've gotten there yet but my, my my favorite scene of this episode which we'll talk about later i'm sure is that meeting between him and diane toward the end um i think that is like if i were to like put this scene up to someone to put this episode up to someone else and be like here's what you need from this i would say like that moment is what sticks out to me yeah, that scene, very good. And yeah, Delroy Lindo, freaking fantastic uh, in everything. Um, mm -hmm. And I did not expect to see him pop up in this and it's great great to see him. Um, I do love the line where he's offering it to her, he's making the case uh, and he says, you can be our diversity hire and they just all have a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> they all have a nice little laugh about it. Yeah, I mean, like, I think, um, no, I, I just, I hadn't really thought of that like why I like him so much as soon as he comes on but I really hadn't thought about that's our first 
I, you know, Maya's there, but is immediately already connected to Diane. And it's like, oh, okay, she's already involved in, in this because she's her goddaughter and whatever. Um, but to have this completely new force come in and, and he, he does have a very larger than, than life sense about him. Um, and I think as a, again, a good wife watcher, the, to see Diane have even that just beginning of a dynamic uh, it was really nice um, just because I loved her dynamic with Will so much. Mm -hmm. to, so to see that um, in its own form with um, Adrian was really fun to watch initiate. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, the, my favorite, my favorite scene is when uh, Luca goes into the bathroom and talks to Maya. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Because that's just, that's who Luca is. Like, she she takes that dig at Diane and and then immediately turns around and like does the right thing. She's yeah. just yeah, I just I really appreciate her um, tenacity as well as her integrity. Um, yeah, and I love what about her boo. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that was the first the first booty cheeks in the season was Luca's man. Like so, she just. Yeah. I mean, just goals, great job, you know, integrity, and who was that guy? Yeah. All right. The only time we're going to see him, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. um, just a couple quick things on what, what Molly brought up there. So within the episode, Maya, as the daughter of this Ponzi scheme dude, uh, is getting harassed by one asshole. Like, uh, there was people that were saying things in, you know, different news clips as the good uh, wife always always had on. There's one person, individual, one individual in particular that is um, kind of harassing her and almost in an almost definitely verbally assaulting her uh, as she's like in an elevator and kind of going around the the building. Uh, and the moment right before that is when Luca is in the um, discussions about the settlement um, of the case, and uh, Diane says, uh, "What the hell does she say?" that causes Luca to say, when did you become so cynical? Just uh, something along the lines of just because your life is in shambles doesn't mean you have to take it out on our client. Or like oh, just because yeah. you're disappointed in your Diane life. Said? That's the, that's what, because um, there was two things that, there, there was that when, um, that's, that uh, Luca kind of took a shot at, at Diane. Mm -hmm. And then there was the, also the, the cynical, cynical line. I couldn't remember which one kind of sent Diane with her mouth like wide open and just she had to leave she's like okay this is done i think it was the one you just said jack mm -hmm. yeah yeah um but the back to the maya thing she runs into the bathroom um was luca talking about anybody in particular alicia alicia, alicia yeah <laughs> oh oh okay he knew what he was asking okay <laughs> that was a really good acting face that was that was strong was um like yeah well keen you will um You'll get all those jokes later. Um, yeah. Uh, toward Actually, the... could, could, if it's not too out of place, could I ask Keen a question? Yes. Because I'm curious. Keen, you, you mentioned some of the other characters in the good way. Right now, having just seen the pilot, what do you think of Diane Lockhart? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I'll be honest with you, from the jump, uh, she came at Alicia about kind of like what, what, i'm trying to think of what she, how she said it something about like uh, um 
a boys club but for the girls like it was only her and alicia there but right from there and the way she dumped that first case on her i was just like not that i don't trust her from only one episode but there's something like behind whatever she was showing alicia from the jump and then when they tried to uh make her switch seats or whatever with um the kid that just graduated school or whatever Josh, I think that sounds like a young mm-hmm. kid's name. Um, but yeah, I just think that there's something in the good wife that I think will lead to her showing her true colors. And I think from the way you guys are talking about it, the good fight is either pressing more into that or maybe in the good wife it was already shown and now they're kind of like showing the flip side of it. So uh, I'm very excited to see uh, the first and second episodes. Okay. Yeah. And we only got that's... one Alicia name drop in this uh this episode that I mm-hmm. that I noticed other than the the Luca kind of mm-hmm. speech there without actually naming naming um there was just one just one one name drop. I'm sorry. Yeah, we got Alicia, we got Will and I guess Carrie died back on the way to his planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I think that's one of uh I don't mean to get into the future Good Wife podcast too much, but one of the things that I, I really appreciate about the, the, the Good Wife and Diane's evolution, so it applies to the Good Fight, is is that they they sort of took a step back and looked at, oh, are we just making a single lady who's working in her 50s a bitch because that's what you're supposed to do? And, and re-examine how an older woman who isn't married is portrayed um because she's got a dog in that first episode right she's yeah, got a justice. dog in her office yeah, yeah. justice must not sorry to spoil the second episode but must die very quickly <laughs> oh no it seemed out of, out of character for a high flanking wall firm mm-hmm. to just have a dog in the office so i, I also don't was... remember the dog <laughs> <laughs> go yeah, back and watch the pilot now seriously she gives that dog to Britta, and then they're just gone. Uh, <laughs> makes sense. Kurt pops up. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. Good, good, good to see him. Well, he uh, cheated, though. Mm-hmm. He did. Yeah. He uh, slept with a, a student, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. So they are, they are separated, and um, she is advised to formalize this uh, situation, formalize the divorce, because they may go after his assets, uh, Kurt's assets as well, the FBI. Um, and uh, such a Kurt way to pop into the screen too um, within the episode. He's just like on the stoop. Uh, you want a divorce? Your accountant called. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> and uh, just that thread there, because um, there's not much, too much to it, uh, is uh, she wants to do it. She's like, don't make me feel any worse than I am already. Just give me, give me a divorce. She ends up landing at a law firm, uh, and I can't remember where it is before or after, but uh, he's like, no, no, I don't want a divorce. Not going to happen. Um, so how do you feel about uh, his appearance slash this, this mini, mini thread? He's still handsome. <laughs> it's true. Really it's true. Kept that up. I mean, I was happy until I found out he cheated on Diane, mm-hmm. but... I also I, I I'm I'm guessing that he's there for a specific purpose because 
he was the only one where when Diane finally broke down, it was in front of her. Like she cried mm-hmm. like a wee baby. We been. So um, so maybe that's why he's there. I just thought of something and it ties into what uh, Jack and Molly were saying about this kind of being pulling in the, the Trump years. Um, because in the the good wife, uh, Kurt was always like the other point of view. So I can't imagine, I can only imagine what <laughs> uh he he may be may have to say or do within the upcoming upcoming episodes if that's uh gonna hold true yikes all right Uh, oh wait oh i'm curious oh is it gonna get i don't know oh no we better not see him in a maga hat (laughs) shooting guns in a maga hat well maybe he'll be like Maybe he'll lean more towards Bruce Springsteen and less towards Chuck Norris. That's my hope. Okay. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and I appreciate the uh, the the mum uh, mum's word between Jack and uh, Molly here. Yeah, I mean something we haven't talked about is Maya's relationship, um, and I I don't know. I'm wondering like if that's gonna you know be a thing but I was very frustrated when the FBI came and the way they were like digging through the stuff and like laughing mm-hmm. at pictures and whatnot um and then I was yeah I was also shocked at the end I, what's her partner's name by the way Alex is it Alex oh I thought it's an a name is it okay. maybe that's Amanda? that actress's name because she's also in the very good tv show the other two maybe that's her name in that yeah and Amanda isn't it yeah, Amanda? Maybe we'll just call her Amy. A. Amy. Amy. Okay. Amy. Yeah. Um, because yeah, at the end she seemed to be like super stressed out about the whole thing, and then <laughs> could not believe her parents watched that fake video. I was like, why would you watch watch that? Even though it wasn't uh, Amy and Maya. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited about that, and I just want to get to know them more. But I'm just yeah, just curious the trajectory of that. And mm-hmm. Yisha, I like Yisha. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, just on the um, uh, on the couple there, uh, they had each other's backs too. Uh, in that scene, um, uh, well, specifically, uh, Amy had uh, Maya's back uh, in that scene with her mom and her lawyer, um, right. because that lawyer was really shady. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, come look at these documents. Come look, <laughs> look at all these, look at all these signatures here. Um, just like trying to rope her into shit. Uh, and Amy was like, hey, let's, uh, don't do that. Don't go over there, um, which pushes Maya to be like, do I have attorney-client privilege with you? Uh, yeah, it's covered under your mom, you know, <laughs> like it's health insurance or something, and she's <laughs> under 25. Um, and she's like, do I have attorney-client privilege? Uh, well, not exactly. No, you don't. Um, okay, well, bye. Um, and they got out of there um, because at, at Amy's insistence. Uh, what does Amy, what, what does she do? She's in, she's, she's has a big, big, yeah, go ahead, Jack. What is it? <laughs> oh, no, I, I didn't. She said she's a ASA, right? Yes, she did. Yeah, yeah she did. Um, yeah, because she said, uh, I, I, I can use my cell phone. That's right. right. Um, and I have, I know my rights. Well, we'll talk about your rights once you hang up the phone, is one thing the FBI agent said. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that was nice. Uh, and Yisha, yeah, Maya needs a lawyer. Uh, and she was basically like, uh, everybody else was busy. You got me. She's 25 years old, I think. And she's 
I've been a lawyer for three months longer than uh, Maya has, um, but that's that's who she's got. Um, and that kind of happens right after she's kind of being yelled at by people again. She she bumps into her uh, in the hallway and is like, hey, I'm your lawyer. <laughs> Everybody calm down. Um, yeah, she seems like she'll be fun too. Yeah. Maya was so mean to Yusha. Yeah. yeah it was she, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, calm down. Like, just be thankful you have a lawyer. Nobody likes you right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I don't feel terribly, no, not unstrongly, but I, I, I'm very curious about Barbara. Uh, Barbara Colstead, the partner at Reddick and Bozeman, who yeah. is sort of challenges Adrian on bringing on Diane because she's not wrong <laughs> which I think yeah. is an interesting thing like you, you can tell that there's like some like tv magic at work by kind of really striving to find a reason that Adrian and Luca would be like down with Diane working there um adrian i kind of make sense he like justifies it i think well that you know it, he's thinking about the next case and the next case and having you know you know taking cook county's best hitter away from them mm -hmm. um and using her on the you know side of good uh luca i'm less certain about why she was like yeah bring diane because even in that, that season of The Good Wife that Luca was in, she, I, I never got the sense that she and Diane ever really saw eye to eye yeah. on much of anything. Um, yeah. But I, I also could totally understand why Barbara Colstead is like, why would we bring on a difficult to work with white woman <laughs> at a entirely African-American firm? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's now a package. Uh, it's not mm -hmm. just it's not just one. We got two coming um, because after uh, Diane was out of there and we had the whole money thing and Dad's going to jail. There's nothing for David. Lee, there's nothing in it for David Lee anymore. Uh, so David Lee fires Maya, uh, and as they're uh, as she's outside, kind of pulling herself together, uh, Diane walks out. Uh, and well, actually, right before that, she calls up. Um, Adrian and says she points out that they're because they're going to be getting a six million dollar settlement and part of it is because uh Maya found that she was the, the privileged white girl who had the parents who had the 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 space car as Tia said um and uh you might want to just I don't know just saying she doesn't we don't hear her say like you want to bring her on but it was just it was a it was a strong recommendation uh it seemed so she's she's coming along too um, she had, Diane had given her the gift from, uh, um, uh, something, someone heart. Uh, I can't remember the, the name of the first person, the, um, first woman, um, I think district oh, attorney, yeah. Cook County or something. Um, and, uh, she gives it back. And then Diane is like, you know, let's just maybe hang on to it. It was like a legal portfolio or something. Um, yeah. So now they're getting two. So yeah, I'm very curious how, uh, how Barbara's going to deal with this. Uh, Barbara's <laughs> going to be mad. I don't blame her. I have been a Barbara in many a situation. I'm like, I don't like this person. Don't bring them on. <laughs> then the person who I would think have my back would be like, they're great. Yeah. Uh, any other things that uh, stand out, pop up? Uh, Luca's British accent, which is that actress's <laughs> oh, real yeah. accent. I, 
anytime they do that in a TV show. Uh, I did not know that was her real accent. Wow. Well, what's funny is I feel like it's it's halfway to her real accent because she's from South London. So I think it's even oh. stronger than it than it was in that moment. So it was so funny. Yeah, that was the first time I saw that having you know, known how she actually talks. It, it's so funny knowing that too. And then her and um, Rose, what's, I don't know her last name, who plays Maya, who mm-hmm. also, who's mm-hmm. Scottish, right? Mm-hmm. Or, and and they how hard it was for them to go in and out of scenes um with one another because of the way they talk that the accent and also just uh adrian's just like jubilance and glee at like working the system in his favor which Mm -hmm. i think is such a great character moment that like you get the sense that this guy like he is both like he's on the right side of the good fight but also like just finds genuine joy in like pushing his way through the system to get what he wants. Mm-hmm. He does say something like, uh, you got, you got fucked. Come with us and let's fuck them. <laughs> um, yeah. He's, he's, he's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, any other things that, Oh, there was also that sex tape. What was the deal with the sex tape? Well, it, it, wasn't was them. Yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't them. Yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah, I was, I felt, I'm like, what's up with Amy's family? Like her parents, she's like, my parents watched it. And then Maya's like, but it's not us. You're like, they watched it anyway. They didn't believe me. I'm like, why would you watch a sex tape that your child was in? Yeah. Um, but yeah, she, I don't know. Her character was so strong. Uh, so I'm, yeah, interested in all of that. And I want, I want to ask so many, it's weird when, you know, being like that Jack, Molly, you both you know what's going to happen. So I'm like so tempted to ask you questions. Yeah. Um, but I won't. And, yeah. and oh, another thing I noticed um, when Barbara did ask Luca to come in and give advice on Diane, I don't know. I, something, there seemed to be something under the surface. So I'm wondering if there's like an ulterior motive as far as why Luca was okay with that. And it also even surprised uh, Delroy Lindo uh, Bozeman. So I'm surprised that she was just like, yeah, bring her on. And you no know, tension. You know, I was like, oh. Wait, what? That's almost like too easy. Yeah. So, do we know how long Luca has been at that firm? I imagine since the finale of The Good Wife. So it's, and it this show takes place a year after, right? I think. I, yeah. 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 Sounds right. Mm-hmm. Uh, approximately, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because season um, seven takes place during like the 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 primaries and the lead up to the election. Any any final thoughts before we get to winners and losers? I'm excited yeah. now that uh, now that the two uh, Maya and Diane are are going to be working for the for the good. I'm also excited to see how they use their white privilege for good. <laughs> please, yeah. please take a note. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I I, I I was invested because in the beginning when it's like, oh, I'm going to have property in Provence, and the one lady uh, girl like with the, all the nepotism with Maya, Provence. I was like, oh, yeah. But now I'm totally invested. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, to this journey. All right, let's do uh, some quick round of winners and losers. Uh, let's start with the losers. Molly, who do you got? Uh, I would say Maya. Yeah. Losing, losing big time because I think even even though at the end she gets a little bit of redemption by going with Diane, it's like she's still being dragged along because she's mm-hmm. her goddaughter. She's she's not doing anything for herself. Yeah. at any point in this episode yeah um lost a job parents dad's in jail uh all the family wealth 
I guess, is now uh, evaporated. Uh, it, most of it, I would assume. Yeah, good loser. Jack? Uh, what is the name, again, of uh, Maya's lawyer? Uh, Yisha. 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 Yisha gets the shortest end of a stick <laughs> I have seen in recent memory. She has to take on a, a excessively high profile client and just gets fed to the sharks by her law firm yeah. to an ungrateful client. Yeah. Like of, of anyone where anyone is right now, even after seeing these other people lose all their money, I think she is just in the worst spot. Yeah. Yeah. Tia? I'm going to say Barbara is the loser. Okay. Because, uh, you know, she had this nice utopia going on. It's happy at work. It's over now. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Uh, for me, uh, I'm going to go, uh, I mean, those are all, those are all good losers. Um, I'm going to go with Diane um, uh, in this. Um, I agree with all of those losers and I would, probably would have taken them, but I want to go with somebody different. Uh, and that's that's Diane for obvious reasons. Uh, she was she thought she was out, and now she's forced to do something that she is pretty good at and likes doing, um, but wanted wanted to be completely out. And not just that, but kind of starting over, um, not completely at the bottom, but still still starting over uh, as she has over the last few seasons or few years. Uh, Keen, do you have a loser? Uh, me for not watching it. Uh, <laughs> uh, from the way you guys are describing everything, though, I'm very excited to see it. Uh, probably the biggest loser from what I've heard is probably uh, was it Maya's dad because uh, he literally lost everyone's money. So I mean, figuratively and actually, he is a big loser. So piece <laughs> of shit. Yeah. Uh, let's do winners in reverse order. Uh, Keen, you got a winner? Um, does it have to be a character within the show? No. Winner for the showrunner for someone being able to uh, rinse, wash, and repeat, possibly repeat, <laughs> the same show uh, with the same company and get paid for it. I mean... Because uh, the greatest spin, the greatest um, spinoff, I think, was probably either the Jeffersons or um, Family Matters. But I mean, to do that in in nowadays time, because uh, they tried the '80s show <laughs> and it didn't work. It did not work. So um, yeah, I'm I think the showrunner, whoever pitched the idea, is the uh, big winner. Yeah, cool. I'll, I'll go last so I don't steal anybody's uh, winners here. Uh, Tia. Um, my winner is David Lee because he uh, he's, he got what he wanted. He's there's something about his yeah. face, man. Jeez, he's <laughs> but um, yeah, he's 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 happy to get Diane out and just loved watching her try to come back. And he's like, nope, <laughs> you broke. So, mm. uh, Jack, I think Howard Lyman is a winner here <laughs> uh you know Flowers he gets he a little more space at his law firm and he's there just enough to get in a very obscure slur out there uh and then make his way there was also the the flowers thread uh throughout uh mm -hmm. with, with maya and he, ended and he likes the getting, flowers at the he end likes the flowers so there's your winner uh mm -hmm. molly um yeah I, i'm gonna 
and go off of what Kim was saying. I think Bobby and Michelle King take this one. Graves mm-hmm. um, of the show. Um, because I really do think this is a very strong response to The Good Wife in that it, it, it sets up that it is different but um, still packs their punch like they do. They've, they've, all, they've never shied away from what is going on, whether they displayed it correctly or not, or could have done things differently as they surely could have at different mm-hmm. points. But like jumping into a pilot and getting right into a police brutality case and that kind of thing is very much their style. And I appreciated um, getting right into it and smashing a TV with the president's face on it. And, you know, <laughs> they're they're on it already so yeah. uh and for me winner i will go with maya uh and that is because she's still being taken care of she's uh she's lost <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot and she's still being just moved along uh there are tons of other lawyers that are going to get fired at that firm uh and not have the opportunities that she's going to get uh that are now just being handed to her um, because of who she who she knows, so that's that's a win, I guess. All right, that'll do it for for this episode of In My Opinion. Uh, thank you, Molly. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Keen, and thank you, Tia, for um, for for joining me to discuss the show. Thank you, anyone that's listening. Um, we'll be back soon covering episode two. Bye bye.